like that is to me one of the great mysteries of the wide receiver conundrum here is you've got like half the guys who haven't been practicing. How many Bobby Rainey's do you need? Yeah, that All always right. that well, that always happens in you the preseason. You fall to it every year. Do you have too many players? Do I have fifty-five? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I don't. count them up. No, I don't think I do. Count them up. Welcome into the lounge, presented by our friends. DraftKings. If you're not playing fantasy football, honestly, are you even a football fan? <laughs> uh, we today are happy to be joined by Eric DaCosta. I'll play him. You'll play that role? I'll play that role. I'll be EDC. Mm-hmm. Every dollar counts mm-hmm. for the day. You can be uh, Nick Matteo and Pat Moriarty. Okay. 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 So I'm the head honcho. <laughs> um, you report to me. <laughs> um, and we're going to give you the full... 53-man roster breakdown, our projections. Projections, and a couple of things here. We we do our own. Mink and I each do our own. We don't do the same one, so we do our own, and then we like to compete against each other and see who wins. I win every year, so there's no question there. The other thing (laughs) is he joked about us being the brain trust here. The truth is, the brain trust doesn't tell us who they're going to take on the 53-man roster. So that's the disclaimer. No inside intel. This is just intel from watching practice every day. Yeah, watching practice, watching the preseason, and also we're recording this before the final preseason game. Roster cutdown day is Tuesday. So this final preseason game could alter you know, what some of the projections. An injury the, could happen. An injury could happen. A player. A Michael could, Pierce could happen where he blows up in the last game and exactly. makes the team whatnot. So, basically, we say all that to say if we miss any, that's why. Exactly. We're already. See, that's how you make projections. <laughs> you build in excuses to why. Ahead of time. Yeah. Pre build excuses to why you got it wrong. And if, if you want to play along essentially with us, well, you can do that by participating in our You Pick the Team competition. Uh, go to BaltimoreRavens.com slash You Pick the Team. Make your 53-man roster prediction. Whoever wins that contest will get a pair of tickets to the Chiefs game. So yes. that's a pretty sweet prize. And so. obviously, if you're smart, which Garrett is not, you will just copy whatever I say on this <laughs> podcast. Okay, so get your pen and paper out and start and start writing this down. All right, let's jump right into it. Just before we start, are you sure that you have 53? Um, because you just counted about four different times and had a – right before we started taping, had to cross a couple guys off your list because you had, what, 60 I guys? Five. <laughs> <laughs> I think I counted this correctly. Okay. But we'll go back and double-check at the end. Um, all right. So, um, I, I feel like we make this joke every year. Lamar Jackson, you have him? Yeah, right. You got him on the team? Well, you want to start let's, – let's, let's start with some easy stuff here. The specialists are going to be Sam Cook, Justin Tucker, and Nick Moore, the long snapper. So okay. that's three right yes. there. All right. Jake that, Verity? He's not making the team. Justin Tucker said he'd be shocked, Garrett. You sure you don't want to put him he on? He said he'd be shocked if he didn't make another team. He didn't say he'd be shocked if he doesn't make another team. sure you don't want team. to put him on? I'll, I'll leave him off. Okay. I do. You think, just as a really quick sidebar, do you think the Ravens will be able to trade him? For a pick. For a pick. Well, obviously, it would be for a pick, but yeah. I do not think that's going to happen, unfortunately. Mm, okay. We covered some of that in the podcast. Uh, well, week, the Panthers just week. traded for somebody yeah. from the Giants. So that's one. As we said, you need multiple multiple suitors. Mm-hmm. One's off the table now. Yep. All right. So, all right, we got three there. Let's start with offense. Um, and we can run through the list pretty quickly. Receiver, how do you want to start? Well, no, let's start quarterback. Okay, you got to sure. start at the top. Okay. All right, quarterback, Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley. Do you have Trace McSorley on the team? I do not. I do not either. And, and just on that, you know, last year – 
the Ravens kept three quarterbacks for most of the season with Robert Griffin III and Trace McSorley. Huntley was on the practice squad. I think with Trace and the back injury, maybe he gets released, ends up on the practice squad. Yes. I mean, that's. I think that Trace is still here this year, and I think the practice squad would be the avenue for that. I know there's some fans who feel like if he gets released, another team could pick him up. Always a possibility. That's the case with every single guy who the Ravens could release. But I think that he's, as we've talked about. I doubt that it's going to happen. Yeah, I I think we've said this before. I think he's a better fit for this offense and this system. And I think that gives him a pretty good chance to land on the practice squad here. Yes, agreed. All right, running back, J.K. Dobbins, Gus the Bus. Uh, Patrick Ricard, do you want to, I mean, he's fullback, tight end, whatever room you want to count him in. He's making the team. And then... Do you have Tyson Williams on the team, or do you have Justice Hill or Nate McCray? You- I have Tyson Williams. Really? Oh, you've already made the first mistake. You've already made the first. I should have known. Gosh, you suck at this. <laughs> you suck at this. What, you have Justice Hill on? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Well, look. So, look, look, here's my thing, and I think I, I really like Tyson. I think he's good. But how many t- how many times do you have to be fooled by this? Mm-hmm. The running back getting a bunch of carries, making some plays. How many Bobby Rainies do you need? Yeah, that All always right. that well that always happens in the you preseason. You to it every year. But well, sometimes uh, you get some good guys. Gus Edwards was somebody who uh, had a pretty strong preseason. Turned out to be a good player. <laughs> yeah, you know? he didn't make the fifty three. Turned out to be a pretty good he player. He didn't make the fifty three. Turned out to be a pretty good <laughs> player in my, my ca- You're making my case. Well, for here's me. here's the, the, here's the reason, and this is. Justice Hill hasn't been out there. I mean, Justice Hill hasn't been practicing and hasn't been playing. So, like, he'll be what, ready. What is his he health could. status? He's dealt with injury issues and really hasn't been on the field for a, a good but portion you're not gonna, of the camp. So you're going to cut him? You're just going to straight cut him? Somebody will pick him up. Sure. Yeah, you would ha- you would cut him. You would you would cut him. But I think that the Ravens see more. I think a special teams value in him, which you've already you know you took a hit on special teams with LJ Fort. He was one of their top gunners last year. Justice Hill was. How many times do you want to have Odafe Owe actually running down there risking a first-round pick's health? Mm. Mm. Right? Justice Hill, good gunner, offers more than Tyson does on special teams, which we know these last roster decisions, special teams is a big factor. Plus, I think, honestly, I like the way Tyson has run the ball, but I think Justice offers more variety to the offense than Tyson does, right? Like, how Tyson yeah. is, is, I don't know, I mean, he's kind of a hybrid between uh, J.K. and Gus a little bit. Justice is more of that, you know, use him on the quick, you know, reverses. He's more of a scat back. He's more of a scat back, right, which Tyson is not. He's a bigger body guy, six foot two twenty. You know, Justice Hill is a scat back at 5'10", 200, and I think that they can find a little, uh, a few wrinkles for him in this offense mm-hmm. as the third running back. All right, so we've got our first disagreement right there. All right. Let's go to wide receiver. Are you da- wait, wait, hold on. Are you doubting yourself? You th- do you wish you could change that right now? You get the white out? No, no. Yes, you are. No. <laughs> I can see the look no. on your face. No, I'm not. You wish you had the white out. Here, right here's now. if if Justice Hill had been healthy over the course of the entire summer, then I it would be a different conversation. Injuries but, happen. Yeah, I'm not blaming the guy. I'm just saying that Tyson Williams has seized his opportunity since right. Justice Hill's been hurt. All right, let's go to wide receiver, and this is. Tough because you want to talk about injuries, and, and this is also something we should say here. I think that this year's roster is one of the more complicated things to maneuver around because you've got a, a handful of injuries for guys who are going to be on the team. Uh, and so just so people are aware of how the rule works, 
This year, teams have an unlimited number of injured reserve spots. If you go on injured reserve, you're out for three weeks, and then you can come back. The caveat there is you have to be on the active roster when that 53-man roster is set on Tuesday. So you got to be on the active roster then. So and then and then you then they move you to this IR designation after that. Right. So you could have a situation where guys are activated, they go, they're on the active roster, and then they go on to IR on September second. So that is a potential for a handful of people. Okay. All right. So that's just the the and I think that that becomes difficult when you're looking at wide receiver with a guy like a Rashad Bateman. I think it's difficult at tight end when you're looking at Nick Boyle. So let's just start with t- or wide receiver. We got Sammy Watkins, Hollywood Brown, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, Tylen Wallace, Rashad Bateman, all on the team. Okay. Okay. Prochet to me has done enough. He entered I camp agree. on the bubble, but he's he's, he's been it. the best receiver in camp. Yes. <laughs> he has earned the spot. Yeah, he has earned the spot. That right there is six. Okay. Yeah. Then you got Miles Boykin, and then you have, you know, a handful of other guys. Yes. Deion Kane, Jalen Moore. Yes. What are you doing? This is my wild card. Ooh, a wild card. Okay. This is my wild card. Nobody's going to see this one coming. I have Deion Kane making the 53-man roster. Interesting. So Deion Kane is somebody who's been sidelined for the past couple of weeks with an issue. Yes. He returned to practice today. Yes. Now was Big it? practice. <laughs> Big practice. You saw enough from him out there at practice today <laughs> that you said, I got to keep this guy in the 53. Look, I, I, thought he, I thought he played well in off-season practices. Uh, in OTA's minicamp, he looked good. At the beginning of training camp, he looked good. I think he could be a pretty good special teamer for this team. And I think if somebody were to go down, you know, if Bateman, you know, being out, obviously it looks like for some stretch of games at the beginning of the season, who knows how long. Uh, he's back sometime in September. Uh, if Sammy were to go down, I think the Ravens would prefer to, to turn to Deion Kane at wide receiver in that situation than they would to Miles Boykin. So you have, what, just cutting Boykin or putting him on IR? I'm cutting Boykin. I think they'd like to trade him if they could. But he's been he's been hurt. He's been hurt since been hurt. the second week. It he's has... been hurt, and, I, and, and uh, I think that they know what Miles Boykin is when he's been healthy. We've gotten a very solid look at him the past two years, whereas Kane has been a guy who came into this league with some buzz. I mean, he was a Colts draft pick. They were very high on him. Eventually cut him. He had injuries. Um, I think the Ravens were happy to get Deion Kane, and I think they, they are intrigued by his potential. We know what Boykin is. Uh, and... You know, if they feel like Deion Kane can offer a lot on special teams like Boykin did, all right, let's roll the dice and go with him. Right. So part of the challenge here for and me— he's cheaper. Yeah, part of the challenge here for me is I don't know exactly what the true health status is for a lot of these receivers. All right, actually, let me amend that on Boykin because I don't think it's a straight cut. I actually think that they're just going to stash him. It's just going to be a straight move to IR, season-ending IR, and he gets basically a, a redshirt season. Yeah, it's not really a stash. I mean, the guy's been hurt over the course of And I think, as I keep saying, like, that is, to me, one of the great mysteries of the wide receiver conundrum here is you've got, like, half the guys who haven't been practicing, and I just don't, as we're doing this, like, we don't truly know the status of them. Mm -hmm. So if Boykin were to come back to practice on Monday, could he be the final receiver? I think there's potential for that. Right. But if he's not healthy... 
and you have already other issues at the position injury wise, you can't you can't keep a bunch of unhealthy receivers. That's just the reality of it. Right. So right. I think that him landing on IR is is certainly a possibility. Right. Just cutting a straight third round pick, especially with the potential that Boykin has, if you can't trade him, let's say, is a tough one to swallow. And and especially you have Sammy Watkins on a one year deal. Mm-hmm. You know, could Boykin come back next summer and really start to ball out and put it together? you know, in, in his fourth season, and you say, all right, he's a piece of our offense next year as an outside receiver. Mm-hmm. Potential for that, too. We haven't seen Boykin in a couple of weeks. Hollywood Brown hasn't been out there. Sammy Watkins hasn't been out there in the last week. Now, the hope, the expectation would be that all these guys are ready to go at the start of the season, but as we're doing this, I just don't truly know the the, the health status. So that's, that's, that's four guys there and Bateman, right? So right. Bateman has to be on the 53, so, clearly. So, Yes, he, he's right. going to be on the 53, and I think then the same goes for Duvernay, Prochet, Wallace. Yeah, yeah. But depending on – this is – okay, this is a long preamble just to say I struggled with whether to keep an extra spot, whether a seventh receiver, because I've already or got six. Or just keep six. Or just keep six. And is that Boykin? I, he's not healthy right now either, so what's right. his status? And do you need another injured receiver on the team? Right. Um, do I keep Deion Kane? I'm going with a different dark horse. And wow! I'm keep Jalen Moore. Snig to snack. I'm going with oh, a different this is dark. Interesting. And and the reason is is that he's a healthy receiver. And <laughs> he's just a healthy body. He's a healthy. That's how you're picking him. He's a healthy receiver. I'm not gonna say he's a body. I'm gonna say he's a healthy receiver when you haven't had that all of training camp. So. If I had the true insight and I knew what the doctors were saying about the status of these other guys, maybe I would feel differently. Yeah, Kane's on the field too, man. He's healthy. He's been out there for one practice. He's healthy. One practice in healthy three enough weeks. to practice. One practice in three. And maybe, no, in all honesty, maybe that, that is – maybe they're looking at it and they're saying this guy is – he's ready to go. It's your logic. You need a healthy receiver. But I'm keeping more right now. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to – Let's go to tight end because I this is tough too. All right, so uh, Andrew's on. Yes, I have Josh Oliver on. So do I. Okay, I, I think Oliver's done enough in camp. It's an intriguing player. Mark or Nick Nick Boyle has not practiced yet at all. He's on. He well is he? Yes. Okay, so this is an. Well, ins- this, I think this is the IR stash, and that that could well if if he's not ready for week one, he has to be on the fifty three man roster. Or he can start the season on the pup list. He's on the physically unable to perform list right now. That's true. That's true. But then he's six games. I know. I don't. I don't think that they're going to sideline Nick Boyle for six games. I think he's on the fifty-three, and you have a uh, IR eligible return three three weeks. Mm-hmm. That could certainly be the case. Yeah. I. You're pumping him. Well, I just again. What would you put down? No. So let me just explain that. That's that. <laughs> That's the situation, and again, it goes back to not really knowing the health status of these guys. Yeah. I would put him on, and then I would tell Eric Tomlinson, stick by the phone. And Eric Tomlinson is probably going to be on the, on the team. Handshake agreement. And then Eric Tomlinson might be on the team on September 2nd. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't have Eric Tomlinson on the team. Either way. Either way. Okay, interesting. So you just think they're going to roll with Mark Andrews and Josh Oliver as the two well, tight ends. you have Pat Ricard. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you have, like, Pat Ricard can step into the Nick Boyle role and be kind of that block. So, who, who, who's going to take that when they put Nick Boyle on IR, if they put Nick Boyle on IR? 
you know, they just roll with those three guys. Yeah, but who's going to take that spot? Oh, oh, I, I got it. Don't you worry about it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm filling my roster. I'm filling my roster. Okay. All right. Um. So now, offense line. Yes. Ronnie Stanley on. Villanueva on. Zeitler on. Bozeman on. Powers on. Yes. Phillips. Tyree. Tyree Phillips on. Ben Cleveland on. McCary. I have Patrick McCary on. I have him on as well. And that's my eight. I agree. Now, the tricky one there that I thought about is Juwan James. Yeah. That goes into these. It goes into the same thing. If Harbaugh said uh, months ago that they think that Juwan James could return from his Achilles injury at some point late this season, November, December is what he said. So if if you don't put him on the 53 right now, he's done. Mm -hmm. They can't pup him. Right. He's on the I. He's on the NFI list right now. Right. Can you put him on the pup list? No, he's that, that's you can't. Yeah, correct. Um so if he's not on the 53 then he ain't playing this year. You're sending him to IR. So that's kind of a tricky one because I, to me, the Ravens' biggest weakness right now is the third offensive tackle spot. I don't think they have a great solution right now for who would play tackle if Ronnie or Villanueva were to go down. That guy would probably be Tyree Phillips. McCarry can step in if he needs to. Uh, you know, Michael Schofield was a guy who I thought about mm-hmm. keeping on the roster for that reason. Um, so I think it, they would like to have Jawan James in their back pocket for potentially late in the season, but I just... It's I a valuable roster a, spot. A, it is. I couldn't find a way to finagle that and, and keep that door open. So I think he just gets IR'd for the season and comes back strong next year. And the other thing, too, is it's not like... It's not a situation where you know what you have once he's back out there. The guy's never well, played in your system. The comparison is Terrell Suggs, right? So Terrell Suggs tore fair his com- Achilles. Super fair comparison. Well, I'm just saying in terms of yeah. the injury, Terrell Suggs tore his Achilles uh, in April. I think it was right before the draft or right, right do- first yeah. day pretty of the draft. Sim- pretty similar timeline. Exactly. And then he came back mid-season. It wasn't he only even missed, November, December. It he was only like, missed six games. It was, it was like October, yeah. right? He it was crazy. It was, that was an insane recovery. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of differences. The biggest one, outside of the fact that one is Terrell Suggs is a Hall of Famer. Well, it's just to your point. They knew where they had Terrell exactly. Suggs, right? You know what you have. Like, you know what he brings to the team. John James is kind of like this added bonus, right? Yeah. You love to have to see what he has, but, like, do you want to throw him out there and hustle him up and all that stuff to, to see it? Eh, I, I think you're, you're okay. Yeah. And I will say that if there's going to be someone who's on the – 53-man roster who's not currently on the team right now, mm-hmm. I think that that is going to be on the offensive line. If someone yes. gets cut from another team, if there's a yep. trade potential that exists with another team, the Ravens have done a lot of O-line maneuvering late in the game in training camp over the years. That's been something that's happened plenty of times. So I could see potentially a swing tackle who's not in Baltimore right now finding his way to this team. Yeah, the, one, the player that a lot of media – folks are really having a tough time with is Tristan Cologne. Yeah. And whether to keep him on the 53 as the backup center uh, to Bradley Bozeman. And I, I think Tristan's good. I just think that Patrick McCary, that's really the value of Patrick McCary is he's the super sub. Like you keep him on the roster, he can back up guard, tackle, and obviously center. That's, you know, where he was playing. That's where he was in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's starting center. So to me, I guess I just don't see when you have McCary who can fill a bunch of spots while you keep just a strict 
strictly a backup center in Tristan Cologne. And I think Tristan Cologne lands on the practice squad. Definitely. I think he lands on the practice squad. All right, so that's the entire offense there. Uh, note that neither of us have Ben Mason, the rookie fifth-round pick, making Correct. the team. I just practice think squad. he's a practice squad guy. Too tough at fullback to, to keep two guys there. And then there's already the the challenge at tight end with the roster maneuvering that could take place there. Yes. So we both have him off, um, but then have some disagreements there. We agree on offensive line, but we have some disagreements at running back and at wide receiver. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll dive into the defense. Sunday is right around the corner. Draft your lineups now to feel the sweat with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the Baltimore Ravens. Life is more fun when you have skin in the game. Download the DraftKings app to check out all the action and daily contests. New users enter code FLOG when signing up to get a special offer. That's code FLOG and get a special sign-up bonus. Eligibility restrictions applies. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, thanks to our friends there at DraftKings. Time to look at the defense, all right? So let's go ahead and start up front on the defensive line, on the line. I don't think there's many questions here. Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams, Derek Wolf, all on. Justin Matabike. I've got Justin Ellis and Broderick Washington. Yes. That's my sixth defensive lineman. Correct. You're Same on here. All right. That was quick. All right. Outside linebacker. There could be... I don't a, think there's many question marks here either, to be honest. Well, outside linebacker, Pernell McPhee on. Justin Houston on. Bowser, Oway on. Dalen Hayes on. The, the question at outside linebacker would be Jalen Ferguson. I have him on. I have him on, too. Chris Smith is a veteran player who the Ravens added who had a sack the last game. I think he's been a pretty solid player. I think he's been player. pretty good. Left him off. I left him off, too. I, I went with Jalen Ferguson. I mean, Wink Martindale was pretty effusive in praise of him this week, mm-hmm. saying that he told the entire defense last week that Jalen Ferguson had his two best practices as a Raven. Right. It didn't sound like a defensive court. Wink loves him. Wink and loves him. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Uh, it sure didn't sound like they're unhappy with him. No, yeah. I mean, I, I think he stepped up at the right time. He needed to play better, uh, and I and he did. And, you know, I think we were all wondering with Justin Houston's rival, like, ooh, this could squeeze out Jalen Ferguson. But, uh, you know, he's a physical player. He's he's getting better. He can set the edge well. Um, you know, the Ravens, obviously, you know, Justin Houston's on a one-year deal. You know, they have some veterans in that room who they're going to look for some of these younger guys. You know, now Jalen Ferguson, if you keep him around in year four, he's going to be in a pretty big position yeah. for them next year. Um, so I think they'd like to keep developing him and see what they have in him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so inside linebacker. This one I thought was going to be... Purnell, sorry. Purnell was the other veteran. I mean, yeah. Right, you have Justin and Purnell on one-year deals. So Ferguson next year I think is could be an important player. Yeah, so inside linebacker I think was going to be an interesting one, but... Uh, with the unfortunate season-ending knee injury to LJ Ford, I feel like this one kind of became more clear. Mm-hmm. Patrick Queen, Malik Harrison on, Chris Board on, Christian Welch, I have him on. Me too. I mean, you just need you, you need, need four there. inside linebackers. Need you need depth, teams. and he's a good special teams player. Exactly. He played. He was on the team late in the season last year. He played, I think, ten games last year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think he's just on. He's not like there's been a ton of conversation around Christian Welch, but he's the classic like good special team or good depth player at that position. So yeah. I've got him. On. I mean, how many how many inside linebackers have made their way via special teams onto this team and had a role? Chris Board being one of them. You yeah. know, there's a bunch of guys. Yeah, countless examples. All right, now we go to the secondary. 
Cornerback. This is tougher. Yes, this is where it's a little more challenging. Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, on. Marlon Humphrey, I think he'll make the team, too. You think he's going to be on? Okay. he'll be on. Uh, Tavon Young, on. Anthony Averett, on. Yes. All right. Now, with Jimmy, you know, we haven't seen Jimmy return to practice yet from the ankle injury. Uh, hopefully he's getting close and and he gets back out there. If he if if the ankle injury is something that does linger, maybe he could be one of those candidates for the early season IR spot. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going there yet, no. um, based on what the Ravens have said. So, um, the all right. So the other three guys there at corner who are competing: Nigel Warrior, who saw a good bit of action last week's game. He was a practice squad guy last year. Sean Wade, rookie fifth-round pick, who had the interception in the first game. There are reports that the Ravens are interested in trading him. And then Chris Westry, uh, physically talented guy, six foot four, interesting, intriguing player. Who you got? I got Westry on. Wow. I think I think he's I think he's earned. You do too, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I can tell. I can tell. Yes, I do. Yes, he, I do. I think he's just won the job. He's he's played. Well, in practices, you know, he's had some – he's flashing games. You know, he's he gave up one long completion in Carolina. Um, he had the bad penalty in the first game, he too. He had the bad penalty in the first game, but he also had a tip pass that led to an interception by Geno Stone. Yep. Um, I just think Chris Westry has been an intriguing player, especially as an outside cornerback. Develop him, you know, Jimmy, how much longer is Jimmy going to play? Could Chris Westry kind of step into that? You know, there's to be honest, there's just not many too many guys out there like Chris Westry. He's kind of a rare breed, mm-hmm. six foot four with that length. His athleticism, his speed. Uh, I I like Chris Westry. Yeah, I I agree with everything you said there. And with Wade, you know, the report comes out today that the Ravens are interested in trading him. He he did not see much action at all in the second preseason game, which I think everyone said, "Huh, what's up with that?" You know, mm-hmm. is something going on there? You got an interception after you got the game ceiling interception in the first game, right? So what's he up? He put it on tape. Yeah, what's up with that? You know, and. I think that then the wheels start turning on the Ravens trying to get him on the practice squad or what, what, you know, what happens? Mm-hmm. Um, I would believe that there's a trade market for this guy. I mean, when the Ravens drafted him in the fifth round, everyone was saying, wow, great value. He was somebody the year before had he come out and not stayed another season at Ohio State. Probably would have been a second round, maybe even a late first round pick. Mm-hmm. So as a fifth round pick, you know, do you trade him to another team and get a fifth back? Right. I think that would be the aim. And I think he's I think he's had a solid camp. He's been up and down, but he's got playmaking ability. And the Ravens are just so deep at secondary where another team, maybe there's an injury, they just feel like, all right, this is a guy with some tremendous upside. Let's just go ahead and get him. Totally agree. All right, so safety. Chuck Clark, Sean Elliott, yes. Brandon Stevens, yes. Anthony Levine, yes. I have Anthony Levine off in a handshake agreement. This is my this is mm-hmm. my Nick Boyle deal. This is the vested veteran. You release him, give him the handshake deal. We're bringing you back once Boyle is on the fifty three, and then we send him to IR so he can come back after three. Uh, but for right now, you're not on the you're not making the team. He's the perfect handshake agreement guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that, and what you mean by that is. Is if you end up getting released, a vested veteran, a vested veteran, you don't go through waivers. Exactly. So then you have the ability to just re-sign with or sign with any team that you want. Exactly. And, it, and the team would obviously be the Ravens. You have that agreement pretty much in place. You have that agreement in place, just not signed. Yep. So then Geno Stone. I have him on. I have Geno Stone on draft pick last year. Ends up bouncing to Indy, then comes no, back. No, Houston. 
Houston, sorry, Houston. Bounces to Houston, then comes back, ends up on the practice squad, makes two picks in the first game. I think he's been solid, solid special teams player. I have him on, but I also I also have Anthony Levine on. Well, so the thing with Gino that I'll say before I clown on you for your, your roster mistakes here <laughs> um, is that, you know, I like what I've seen from Brandon Stevens, but he's a developmental safety who just started playing it, like, three months ago, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he was playing running back, cornerback, and now he's transitioned to safety. So if you were to have an injury at safety, maybe Brandon Stevens has shown enough promise to for you to throw him in there, but it makes me sleep a little better at night to know that I have a true safety in Geno Stone, you know, who can who can step into that spot if needed. Like, And, and he's played well. I mean, obviously, two interceptions. And I've even thought that when Deshaun Elliott missed a practice earlier in training camp one day. I don't know what it was for. Um, and and Gino stood out. Like yeah. He came downhill and popped J.K. Dobbins once, and it was a good pop. So I think Gino has played well enough to earn a spot. I think he beats out our Darius Washington, the, the talented, undrafted rookie free agent. Um, I just think he beat him out. And well, he tried to get our Darius on your practice squad. Yeah, well, Gino's done too. If you remember when the Ravens drafted him, Daniel Jeremiah was glowing in his praise of him, talking about how he was shocked that he was still available. He had a steal of the draft. Yeah, he said he was the biggest steal of the draft. Yeah, he's like a second, third round grade on him, and he ends up going in the sixth round. Yeah. So he was, that kind of gives you an indication of what Daniel Jeremiah thought of Geno Stones. Well, and people talk about, well, if you cut our Darius Washington, he was a priority free agent. You know, the Ravens reportedly, you know, he was Mm -hmm. graded by Pro Football Focus as the top undrafted rookie free agent out there. So you might lose him if you cut him. Well, yeah, but, you know, Geno Stone was a draft pick. Yeah, right, right. Right? So, like, the Ravens clearly thought enough to invest in him. Like, if you cut him, then you might lose a, a guy you drafted. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, so, uh, yeah, I think for the second straight year, I don't have an undrafted rookie on the roster. Mm. A rookie free a rookie free agent. Right. So the differences that we have, you have Deion Kane on. I have Geno Stone was a seventh-round pick. Seventh-round, okay. You have Deion Kane on. I have Jalen Moore on. So that's the difference there. Um, the other one is a running back. You have Justice Hill. I have Tyson Williams. Yeah. You have Anthony Levine off. What's the other What's the other difference for us here? You've got Levine off. I've got yeah. him on. Do you have too many players? Do I have 55? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yes, I count them up. No, I don't think I do. Count them up. I don't, there's, there is another difference Let's here. Let's go. I want to hear you verbally count them all up. Right now. All right. One. And if you did it wrong, you owe me 10. <laughs> Come on, where are you at? It's going to be great. Do you even have enough muscle to give me 10 push ups? You don't. I don't even think you can get me 10. You're going to do ten, you're going to do 10 of those fake push ups on your knees, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> do the fakies. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you are. Give me 10. Give me 10. Come on. You owe it to the listeners. No, I'm not giving you anything. Come on. I'm not giving you anything. You can't even, it's because you can't even do it. Can I got to. Well, now I got to think about where my last cut's coming. 
I gotta think about. I gotta think about where my last cut is coming. Do I do I do I make the cut? Do I make the cut? A wide receiver. You're the Turk right now. You gotta walk in after you told him you made the (laughs) team. You told this guy you made the team, and now you gotta walk in to say sorry, man. I miscounted. This is why you're not Eric DaCosta. This is why I'm Eric DaCosta. This all right. Come on, Turk. Didn't didn't you? I think this happened to you the last time we did this. You were just on the flip side of it. No, you, no, no. You didn't have ha- this you didn't have Jalen Ferguson on the team as the third round draft pick. That's no, what no, it this was. Never happened to me. That's where it was. <laughs> I'm gonna change the, the conversation here. Yeah. Who you cutting? Oh. Mm. Uh, and it's funny because I'm gonna have to cut someone who I just justified keeping on the team. Well, that, didn't, well, I mean, the easier will be Levine in the handshake, right? I mean, what yeah. what did you do with Boyle? Well, I, I kept him on. You just kept him on. Right. right. So you can just pull my move. I know. I, I'll give you the easy out. I know. That's that's the debate there. But I actually kind of feel like I feel like Levine's just going to be on the team. But, yeah, I think that the, the handshake well, He's going to be on the team either way. Yeah. But, actually, sorry. Don't let me talk you into this. <laughs> Go ahead and cut somebody. Oh, I'm cutting Tyler Huntley. Sorry, Tyler. No, I'm, oh. de- I'm debating the ri- the wide receiver. You know, you're gonna it, just cut Jalen Moore. I might just cut Jalen Moore. You know, I think that the Ravens are gonna be plenty healthy at wide receiver. I think those guys okay. are getting right. back. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm glad. Is that what you're doing? Is yeah, that that's what I'm doing. That's okay, what I'm doing. All right, he's just cutting Jalen Moore. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Jalen. Sorry, Jalen. You thought you made it, but Garrett just oh. bad news. See, that's. Mm. That's bad. <laughs> miscount. The miscount. Oh, wow. That was great. This is, <laughs> this is my favorite episode ever. If you would give me 10 push-ups, it would have been No, you don't get that. You don't get that. 10 Enjoy. sit-ups? Can you do no. 10 sit-ups? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have the abs for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Um, and, you know, if I miss any, I'm going to blame it on different results from the uh, preseason game. You know, that's going to alter. Oh, That's going to alter it, yeah. Yeah, you know, you were expecting them to boost the rosters of 54. You yeah, know, exactly. After that last preseason <laughs> game, you were expecting an NFL memo. All rosters can expand the 54 players. Well, you never know. There's been so many <laughs> roster changes over the past couple of years, especially last COVID year. Rules, so, you COVID know? rules. 54th guy. Right. This is for Delta. Yes. Delta is a heavier strain. It's easier to, to get. I expected the 54th 54. guy. Yes. <laughs> I was expecting the 54th guy as a gift. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Next week.